Hi, I'm Hallie, and I want to welcome you to the Odd Life Podcast. That's spelled A-W-E-D, which stands for Awake, Well, and Empowered. In this space, you're going to hear inspirational stories, candid and heartfelt conversations, as well as advice from experts, all with the intention of helping women like you live odd AF. Because I believe that the more of us that live awake, well, and empowered, the better this world will be. So thank you for being here and welcome to your odd life. Hello, everyone. Um, I'm getting on here just to let you know, I'm not going to be sharing the regularly scheduled podcast episode I had for today because it seems silly and it seems irrelevant and it seems, um, it's actually not irrelevant because it has to do with mental wealth a little bit. Um, but it's not right time. It's not now. And, uh, I honestly just want to take a moment this week to feel because, um, what happened in Nashville this week? Um, it's yet another, you know, yet another. We keep saying it over and over again. And uh, it's like, how can our hearts break anymore? And they do. And then nothing happens. And we wait with bated breath as parents. And it's horrific. And our kids, our kids, our kids, there will be fallout from this for years and years to come. And right now we're living in it, just like how we lived through the pandemic in the moment is what we did. And we're going to realize the impact of it later on. And this is what we're going through. Um, And I, uh, I talked to my husband last night and he had an ex coworker that he'd spoke to and, and, uh, she had a sorority sister was her child that passed away in the shooting. And you know what I said to him? I said, you know what? It's going to be, if this continues, it's only going to be a matter of time before we all know somebody or are that somebody that loses a child in a shooting. And, um, the answers that come up arm the teachers. I even saw this today from a friend about getting kids bulletproof backpacks. What in the actual hell are we doing? <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand. And I'm gonna give you my two cents for just a quick second. There's two things that are majorly wrong here. Is one, we're living in a me, me, me society. And I'm just as guilty as anybody else out there. Take care of myself, take care of my family, you know, whatnot. I'm sure help a neighbor when they need it, whatever, but we are not living 
like our, our ancestors did. And some of you might be like, yeah, thank God. I don't want to live in a hut on the side of a mountain or by a riverbed or in the middle of a snowstorm in, you know, some kind of whatever. Um, I get that. But what they did have is they had their village. They had their tribe, but they had their community and they all relied on each other to survive. The hunters went hunting together. There was the gatherers. There were the people cooking. There were people uh, taking care of children. It was a group effort. And we are the opposite of that. Everything is for sale. (laughs) Everything is a service to be bought and paid for. And you're not American or you're not, you know, living the quote unquote right way unless you have an abundance of money and power. It's like we have this, you know, game we're playing. Whoever dies with the most money wins. And it's killing us. Because what's happening, and I'm going to get political for a second. Um, What's happening in Washington, D.C. is, I'm not saying all, but a majority of the decisions that happen in D.C., in our government, are because of who is behind that politician, funding them, lobbyists. I think the number one thing we should do to get our government back, and this is for both sides, is to ban lobbying. Every politician that takes money from a lobbyist or for an organization for their campaign or whatever it is, is for sale. That money is not given without a stipulation. The expectation that they will present a bill that favors that company. They vote no against something that will hurt that company. There should be absolutely zero place in government for any of that. Because what happens is that none of those people there are actually there for us, the people. They're there for organizations and companies, and that is it. And again, that is a generalization that is not encompassing all uh, who are there representing their constituents, but we cannot get things done that will protect our kids. And I don't mean a fucking drag queen show. I mean, what the actual F are we doing? Banning books. This is another thing. We're banning books that share history, that share truth about where we came from and what happened in this country and other places and about the human condition, about humanity. And guess what all of those books that I've read about those kinds of things have taught me? Empathy and compassion. It tunes you in to the human spirit of what people have gone through, what they're feeling whether it's right or wrong, you get a chance to understand life through somebody else's eyes. And that creates empathy. And that is where I believe 
we are also struggling. When you go on social media, somebody posts an idea, a topic, a sentence, an opinion, anything. The next thing you know, man, the vitriol comes out. (laughs) And whether or not you agree with this person or not, we went from a society that valued a variety of opinions. It, it, it created more thought and, and contemplation because you saw it through somebody else's eyes or heard their opinion. And now, God forbid somebody has a different opinion than you because that means they're the enemy. And there's times I find myself doing that same knee-jerk reaction. It's about wanting to be right about whatever we're trying to be right about. And there is no necessarily right. And this is where I think we need to come down to is what's good for all. That's really it. What's good for all of us. And that's the right thing to do. So what's the right thing to do here? We got to take care of each other. We have to look out for each other. People are hurting. I don't have any idea what the reason is behind what happened this last shooting, the why behind it. People hurt. And people that hurt lash out. And when they're hurt bad enough or they're hurting bad enough and they're not in a great place mentally, clearly, um, they take drastic measures to be seen, heard, acknowledged. And I don't understand hurting other people in the meantime, you know, along the way. I I just don't get it. Um, People are hurting and we have to help. We have to give people the necessary help. And I don't know what that looks like, but I know we got to take better care of each other. This me, me, me isn't working. The people at the top love it, but for the rest of us, normal people, this isn't working. And the other part of the solution is not getting kids bulletproof backpacks. It's not arming teachers. Other countries do not have these problems because they don't have easy access to the weapons of mass destruction like we do. There's a little girl that died that was murdered. Her name was Hallie. And that's um, hard to see a little girl with your name, nine years old, who hasn't had a chance to grow up and live up to that name. I've not met a lot of Hallies in my life. And when I do, and I see a name like Hallie out there, there's like this little connection. I feel like there's this kindred spirit out there. I feel like that's an instant bond with somebody that has the same name as you. I don't know if you feel the same way if your name is, you know, Stacy or Shelly or Anne or I don't more common names, I guess. But growing up with a name like Callie, I had to speak up for myself a lot. And there's times I didn't. I just, you know, they called me Haley and I just would go with it, whatever. But having a name like Callie made me feel special. I see another little girl that has my same name and she no longer gets to walk the earth. I kind of feel like I owe her something, you know? We owe all these kids something. Because we're making a fucking mess of it. I don't know what we need to do, how to get it done. Well, I know what we need to do. I don't know how to get it done, but we're going to figure it out. And if this bothers you that I talk about this, then this podcast isn't for you because this is about real feelings. This is about truth. This is here to help serve. And if it's not serving you, you don't have to listen. That's totally fine. 
Um, and this wasn't meant for you. Oh, I guess I just wanted to come on and say, if you're feeling sadness, just a feeling of hopelessness, anger, um, you know, you name every horrible emotion right now, then you're not alone. Um, others are out there feeling it too. And so I just, uh, I'm, I'm sharing this podcast today for the ones that passed away this week and for all of the families affected and all of the kids and teachers, administrators who have passed away from gun violence in this country, whether it's school shootings and mass shootings in churches and malls, it's just absolutely horrific. And together we have to make change. We have to. Again, I don't know the exact answer or how I can help in any way. I'll share it here. But until then, I love you. Look out for each other. And we'll talk soon.